Stories the True and the Fictional are having their very first giveaway, and you can win your very own replica of Grey's Sports Almanac. To enter, listen to the podcast to get the special code word and send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. But wait, there's more. For a greater chance to win, leave us a review on iTunes, screenshot it, and send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. For an even greater chance to win, send us your funniest true story to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. The winner will be announced on the show. Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fictional. We are a podcast that dives into the stories of people's lives, everyday people like you and me, or even famous people throughout history. We'll talk about TV shows, movies, books, anything where stories are involved. But it doesn't stop there. We want to get you, the listener, involved as well. So if you have a story, something funny or random that may have happened to you or a friend, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. So until then, strap in, it's story time. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Really. I had to. Wow. I had to. I you had went to. there. Well, then, if that's if that's the case, welcome to Jurassic Park. Welcome everyone to Stories True and Fictional. I am apparently your host, Dino Incest. Code word, Dino Incest. Actually, my name is Chris. I am here with... Shoot her, Jamie. How are you going, Jamie? I'm, I'm going very well, very well. Now, Jamie, you've had some disappointment this week with your plan to do erotic carrot-eating OnlyFans declined by the OnlyFans moderators. What do you feel about that? <laughs> well, like, and, and why do they decline such an interesting concept? It's because I refuse to wear bunny ears. Oh, yep. No, that makes sense. Like, I think they're just offering you sound marketing advice because... Yeah. What's that stuff where you whisper into the microphone? ASMR. ASMR. Yeah, well, I really wanted to do it, but like a rabbit eating a carrot. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But apparently it wasn't as sexy. Yeah, no, I mean, you are a, a man with, you are a bald man. So. But they don't, need, they don't need to know that. <laughs> but you're a bald man, you're not named Johnny Sin, so essentially you're, the market's just not there for you. <laughs> <laughs> the, market's just not, the market's not there for you. So I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Jane. I'm also, we are here with, obviously, a great, it is a great pleasure to welcome... <laughs> Maxim Magazine's number 77 in the most erotic thumbs, Ryan. How are you, Ryan? Uh, pretty good, you know, just, just living the dream, trying to... No, when they announced the that you were the most erotic thumb, in like, like, like that's it, yeah. being in the top 100, I mean, what, what yeah. was going through your mind? Oh, look, it was just an honour to be nominated, um, to be honest with you. Like, um, I would have liked to have placed higher on the ladder, but look, I'll take it. But, I'll I mean... It. The top three, David Attenborough. I'm not, I mean, no one's gonna, no one's gonna say that's not the most erotic thumb ever. I mean, that's just, yeah. that's, like, that's just goes without saying. 
number two being, I mean, number two was a little controversial, but I mean, Donald Trump, I mean, you love him or hate him, his thumbs were erotic. I mean, that's just, <laughs> that's just, you know, I, I, president's watched, I watched thumbs. a lot of Donald Trump. I mean, Trump. I, yeah, I, I watched a lot of Donald Trump videos to prepare for my audition. So, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah the, thumbs, the thumbs are there. Yeah, as long as you're listening to Donald Trump and loving Donald Trump before he was a president. Is that is that right? Is that right? You know? Yes. I mean <laughs> he was he was a kooky celebrity guy, and then he became yeah. president of the free world. Which and that's a no go. There was a whole <laughs> movie by Robin Williams called Man of the Year, yeah. which is basically saying, Hey, let's not put kooky comedians as fucking presidents. And it was a fairly <laughs> yeah. clear it was a fairly clear, concise yeah. messaging on that. They would make oh, yeah. terrible presidents because they're comedians. Yeah. Yeah. Again, no one seemed to, you know, the, the nuance was lost. But I digress. And, and, and as much as I want to go down the thumbs, a thumb erotica, <laughs> which again, I think we'll save that for another episode. Okay. I want to start off with a story sent in by a listener. Okay. Oh. Story of the week. <clears throat> I had a friend whose roommate... See, already it's, 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 it's a, I heard it from a friend of a friend interesting, interesting. who had a large German shepherd dog. One day she came home from work and she found him playing with the next one neighbor's kid's pet bunny. Ooh, shit, dead. She panicked and gave the bunny a bath, blur dried it and placed it back in its cage, afraid to tell the neighbors that, the, that, the, that her dog had killed it. A couple hours later, they heard the, the neighbors get screaming hysterically. It turns out the bunny had died and they had buried it and the dog had dug it up and play and <laughs> to play with or had played with it from Annie. Now okay. I'm gonna call bullshit. Call, all right. Hey, because I've heard this I've heard this story a million times on um, several of the urban legend, urban myths ah. website that I I, I frequent. Um, this uh, like uh, look, Annie, love your work, and look, I'm all for a bit of plagiarism here and there, but um, yeah, I've heard, I've read that story many and many times over the years. So you're saying it hasn't happened? Hasn't happened to not. Uh, I'm saying it has happened, but not to Annie. Having said that, Annie was very clear. It was she had a friend whose roommate. Yeah, and you know what? Now, 95, 99.5% of the stories on that page that are not from Penthouse start the same way. <laughs> Well, I don't normally write in. But... <laughs> yeah, I had to. I just had to shit. I never believed my luck, but you know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, who knew that the nurse was in? Anyway, we're, we're going down. To, again, we're going down a different again for a different podcast. Um, Jamie, what do you think of this story? True fiction. Look, look I think Ryan's got a point. Look, it, it is you know something that's probably okay. been. But at the same time, I live in a neighborhood where this would happen all the time. Yes, this because you do live in the mountains where people still have backyards. Yeah, in suburbia, and you know, that's the that's the most thing that I find it unbelievable about this story. Not the not so that you would you know your dog would kill something or bury something or dig yeah. it up. One, there was a backyard. Yeah. Two, there was a giant German shepherd. It just doesn't happen these days. Uh, Three, no, there's two in my street. But. The thing that breaks down the story for me, the thing where, I lo- where it loses all of its realism mm-hmm. is that they kept the bunny outside in a cage. If you know any bunny owners, those things live in the house and they run around and they treat them as if they're dogs. And if you tell them they're not dogs, they get quite upset. 
And um, I would just also like to say, I, in, in the time that you've been talking, I've found the story on Google. Bunny Ooh. owners just... Mm-hmm. On, my, on one of the major urban legend sites called Snopes.com. <laughs> I literally Googled it. It was the third result down. All right, fact checked. Live. Live. <laughs> Look, I appreciate Annie for taking the time to write into it. That is what we want. Whether the story is true or fictional... We really appreciate you writing in. That's the name of the game. So yep. it's up to us to be smart enough <laughs> to see through. That's the real, Annie's the real tester here. Oh, exactly. Right, and I hope, we, I hope we passed her test mm-hmm. and we've proven that we can, in fact, use the internet. <laughs> now, before yes. we continue on, <laughs> if you like our nonsense and if you enjoy the many interviews with up-and-coming individuals from all genres, please do like and subscribe. If you like and subscribe and share our work, it helps us basically uh, continue on. And if you don't, well, Tim, who's listening, that's a very nice house you have. It'd be a shame if it's, I don't know, caught on fire. No threats implied. Speaking of threats, (laughs) we are talking today about arguably one of the top film franchises of all time by the introduction you all know what we're talking about we are talking about jurassic park i think it's now time given the last film is now out apparently it's over but we've all heard that before to do a bit of a post-mortem on the jurassic park film franchise with all of its amazing films and, and just trying to understand why do people keep coming back to this 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 franchise, and what do we do? You do you believe it's really dead now, Ryan? What was your first interaction with this franchise, and what was your favorite film from this franchise? Uh, well, my first interaction was the the first movie. I do remember seeing it at the at the cinema with my with my family. Um, you know, dinosaurs on the big screen, the whole, you know, cup of water when the T-Rex came by and, you know, that, that I think that it was the first, first of its kind that we'd really seen where, you know, technology took a leap forward, you know what I mean? Um, in saying that, I would probably say that, yeah, I would say the first film is my favourite um, because just because of that, just because of the shock and awe of seeing dinosaurs on the big screen, uh, in the way that we got to see them, um, uh, big Sam Neil fan, so mm. you know I'm I'm definitely going to say that you know that was some of his finest work. Really, um, I thought I, finest work compared to his red meat ads. I mean, at the time, at the time, <laughs> just, at the time, saying um, um, red meat and, ads, and <laughs> but no, no, it was, it, it was. I honestly think I've got so many fond memories from seeing it. I've watched it probably at, at least fifty times over the span that it's been out. Um, I'd still happily sit down and watch it again. But yeah, fantastic introduction to the franchise. Mm-hmm. Jamie, same question to you. Yeah, look, no, when it came out at the at the movies, I, I mean, I wasn't. My parents wouldn't let me watch it, but I. I no, no, why wouldn't they let you watch? I it? read the book. I wore out the VHS tape when it came out on, you know, VHS. But um, I was obsessed with it. But I never. I was obsessed with it before I watched it. <laughs> now to put on my best German psychiatrist. Now tell me, Jamie, 
Why do you think your parents wouldn't let you go see it at the cinema? When, because... when your best friend Chris's parents let him see it at the cinema? <laughs> well, Why do you think your parents, who were close at the time, made that decision? Well, my parents probably thought I was a sensitive child, and your parents, mm, well, mm, they looked at you and were like, hey, he's from North Korea, he's tough cookie. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very, very strong hypothesis. Let me just write that down in the journal. Yes, yes, good, good, good. Mm. Now, did you help any irregard and contempt for your parents when they made that decision that essentially ruined your life and set you down as a parcel not, failure? Not really, because I'd never been so excited as a, I don't know, mid-20s man when it re got re-released 25 years later. Oh, that's right. That's, that was your first time seeing it at the big and screen. And then watch, watching the entire two front rows of children leave because they're all crying in tears. Knowing I do that, remember that night, and it was fantastic. It was, it was, pretty, it was pretty funny. Um, I do remember that movie had weird ads, like cinema ads, like going, Final Destination. It's like going... No, that was... No, no, you're was thinking, it, was that you're, that was Green Lantern. Oh yeah, that's right. That had all like the horror Green, movie Green trailers. Lantern, Green Lantern had all it was like and the, the father was at the end of the aisle going, Cover your eyes. <laughs> yeah, because I do, I remember you very much being a huge fan, obviously, of, yeah. of Jurassic Park and dinosaurs. Yeah, uh, um, to the to the extent that I pulled a prank on a kid um about dinosaurs once. What was the prank? Um I've mentioned it before on one of the early episodes, but I'll I'll retell for our new listeners. Um Basically, I got now. This is a lot, a lot of an effort back then because it wasn't, didn't, no iPhones or anything like that. It was my dad had a black and white camera film, so I got the book of the making of Jurassic Park, and he zoomed in on the dinosaur pictures, took a photo of it. Then we went down the shops and got it developed, black and white. We dirted it up, ripped it up. We wrote up all these fake documents. And it put it in his briefcase to make it look like there's some researcher on Bowen Mountain from years ago. And we dumped it down the bush, took this kid on a bushwalk, and kind of ushered him to find this suitcase. Wow. And then he opens it up and then look at all these files with all di spotted dinosaurs on Bowen Mountain and all this stuff. Um, and then he's like, no, nah, don't believe it, don't believe it, don't believe it. And then all we had to do was throw a rock into the bush and he just bolted home. He was like, it, we didn't see him for days. It is amazing <laughs> that story, the amount of time and effort. Yeah. It took you guys to traumatize a child. <laughs> all you need to do now is just go on the internet and just yeah, you, no, you yeah, do no. that at the at the yeah. click of a finger. Like Yeah. You've developed film. I mean that yeah, would, like, like, yeah. again. Now for those listeners, <laughs> developing film is where you go down when you had these things called cameras. But you, that you had to do take it. out these black rolls out and then like it's not just for those niche people with scrapbooks these days no no yeah. there was actually an actual whole yeah. i remember uh, it used to be kmart or the or the pharmacist you take it to the chemist there was a company called kodak kodak and they had this thing called kodak <laughs> moments and they had good trailers and commercials saying you know these are the moments <laughs> kodak, kodak. great yeah, um, but yeah, elaborate prank. That, was an, that is a beautifully elaborate prank. And but you haven't yet answered you the question. Favorite movie? I'm assuming it's number three, right? 
<laughs> no, look, my favorite Obviously. scene. My favorite scene in the whole franchise is Alan. 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 Brilliant. Masterful. Brilliant scene. Brilliant now, scene. Now, my default is the first one. I just I love the first one because it holds up. It still holds up to this day. But I've also I'm pretty partial to the second one purely because Park, T-Rex in the city love it yeah yeah because of Jeff Goldblum's quips in that film is just fantastic like he's so sarcastic and um he achieved his Goldblum status at that in that film yeah absolutely but um yeah now number ones are going to be always my favorite (laughs) now speaking of the film we all know what we go to see those movies for. It's in all the trailers. It's in all the uh, like the toys, the action figures. Let's talk about the human characters that matter. <laughs> this is what we want to talk about. Now, Ryan, what is your three favorite human characters? The most important things of all in the in, in a dinosaur franchise. And Buck says yes, Alan Grant. <laughs> um, yeah, well, Sam Neil, Alan Grant, for Alan sure. Grant. So I'm a big Sam Neill fan. Um, and obviously Ian Malcolm, Jeff Goblin. Yep. Um, and I'm look, I'm gonna sort of you know go a little bit out and go into the the uh, second lot of trilogies. And um I really liked uh Chris Pratt's character in the last lot of movies as well. Owen um, Grady. Yeah, yeah, Owen Grady, that's right. Yeah, so yeah. Um, no particular. Oh, yeah. The reason is I I always love uh, Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum characters from the first three movie. Um, fantastic. But yeah, I think whenever you're gonna do a new sort of series of movies, I think Chris Pratt was like everyone thought he was gonna fail, and I thought I thought he did a really good job throughout the movies. Mm. I think that I think it's what the franchise needed. As much as we'd like to see the older men running around and like. Oh, dinosaurs run yeah you kind of needed a man with some fitness well yeah i mean he was a well he was an he was a an ex-marine um you know and obviously when he was in in uh the first jurassic world movie when he was working with vincent d'orfano's character like they were they were trying 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 to figure out i mean who wouldn't in the nowadays a military application for dinosaurs I think there's a you know military I mean? application for anything that they try to invent. military applications? <laughs> I mean, uh, like Richard Hammond just wanted to give a park with dinosaurs, but then 20 years later, let's get raptors with laser sights. Now, I don't want to touch on that because we will spend a lot of time on this particular topic. Trust me on this one. Jamie, what is your three favorite human characters that, that the one, the one, the characters that matter most in these films? Yeah, well, it's always Alan Grant and, um, Ian Malcolm, it's all, always that. But yeah, then it's look. I I want to say Chris Pratt, but that's the obvious answer. Mm-hmm. But it's either a toss up between um, Muldoon, you know the shooter, shooter. Yeah, I think Peter or, Peter Bosselsway or whatever his name. No, because that's that's the second one, and that's what I was about oh, okay. to say. No, shooter Muldoon's from the first movie. The, you know, clever girl. Oh, yep, 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 yep. Sorry, yes, the, yes, the yeah. Raptor kid, the original Owen yeah. Grady. You know, yeah, after yeah. the Raptors. No, but I do like Pete Postlewaite's character, um, Roland. Yeah, Roland. He was, he was fantastic. Really, he was like, yeah, you can yeah. keep my payment. Yeah. All I want for my, all, all I want to return is the right to hunt a buck. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he was a cool character. 
That is very interesting. You, you, you guys both gave great answers. You're both wrong in several different fashions. <laughs> now, let me explain to you the best characters of all time. You know, Chris, is gone for, Chris has gone for the villains. Obviously, <laughs> shut up. One, <laughs> Dr. Henry Wu, obviously. Let's, yeah. let's be honest. No, he is a great character. In terms of characters, all your characters have no, like your, your, your character's hero's motivation depends on the script. Henry Wu yeah. is solid and consistent throughout. He's yeah. just a scientist who oh, wants yeah. to be God. Who doesn't, yeah. who doesn't relate to that? <laughs> no, who he's doesn't a fantastic relate character. to a scientist yeah. going, yeah. I have cracked the genome. I yeah. am better than God himself. Come on, let's yeah. be honest. Like, let's, and, and, and he I had think a, he... He had a full yeah. redemption arc as well. Yeah, like, he yes, did. Because like all good scientists, when they release something horrific into the world, they go, maybe I shouldn't be God. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I, think, I think also he was the same, he was the one character that was in every single movie. Mm, mm, mm. All six movies we saw um we saw him so yeah and yeah. just for just for the record um everyone we're going we're going to be talking spoilers so if you haven't yeah. watched dominion we're i gonna... don't care about their opinion <laughs> no, just, 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 just saying but by this point they're probably just skipping through to find out where the competition is going to end up <laughs> <laughs> incest let's throw them off the trail yeah <laughs> all right the second character let's let's be realistic about who the best characters are it is obviously Bryce Dallas Howard's character, yeah. uh, Claire Deering. I just love her character in Jurassic World was just fed like this absolute corporate human. Yeah. yeah. And the and the fact that you know when she was like Horizon Violence presents <laughs> like yeah. it, 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 like it's just this. It was a great character, and also props for running in heels. Like that's a, you know yeah yeah and that, yes. that, that was that was her idea too, wasn't it? And like it, it makes it makes perfect sense because she's a corporate woman and she's not going to be like, oh, I'm going to be out in the park today. I better bring my joggers. You know? Exactly, yeah. she'd be wearing so, the heels, and so yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> and 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 she played an you know important role, I think, in all in yeah. in, in the new yeah. franchise. And I think she did an, an excellent job. Um, yeah. One, I have great respect for her as an actor, and also her directing is top notch as well. So you know, all round, great, great, great character. And she she come. She comes from good stock too. I mean, when your dad's Ron Howard, I mean, you you, you know, you're gonna you're gonna be able to achieve something in the yeah. in the film industry, like just from having his genes. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And let's forget not the the third of the of the, of the big three, uh, Zia Rodriguez, played by Daniela Pena, I think, who was the former Marine who's now the Dinosaur Protection Group paleontologist or something, where she basically performs surgery on a dinosaur. You know. Yeah. Saving yeah. saving a dinosaur's life based upon how many she, claws they had. Was she you in know? the second one? She was in the yeah. second one. That's correct. She, she's the one that we wanted for our movie that will never yeah, get yeah. made, Chris. Yeah. She was, but she's also briefly in the third one again, saving dinosaurs. So she, you know, briefly. But I think I yeah, thought yeah. I thought that you know she was a great character, well, well, well action portrayed. So I believe that is the best three characters of all time. No one mentioned Newman's character from number one though. That's interesting as well. Like. Well, well I, I'm kind of disappointed in you, Chris. You, you, with given your passion for incest, I thought you were going to say the two of the best characters were the the brother and sister from the first movie. They had no chemistry. <laughs> wasn't there? Was not there? I mean, you can tell. You can tell when there's no chemistry between you know brother and sister. Just, just that, that's tell. interesting. We, we haven't. No, did no one mention the children? <laughs> like this? No, they were annoying. I, I was I was really hoping for. Yeah, no, well, I think that's supposed to be, be annoying. In our like, horror film, the children are there to be scared. This is exactly. just. This is just. Not, now, <laughs> now, props, props to that. That's probably some of the finest child acting I've seen, hmm. especially with Lex. From the first one, she's yeah, yep, yep, yep. But but to be to be fair, she was trained by 
I think one of the actresses from the original Godzilla or King no King Kong. Oh, okay. King Kong. So she got taught how to scream properly. Okay, that's good. Um, but, I, I I did I did like her work too, and, and the raptor scenes in the kitchen were just were some of the oh, most memorable. Yes. But yeah, speaking of that, Ryan, I've got a gun to your head, one yep. to your crotch. Most memorable moment in Jurassic Park franchise, scene wise. <sighs> most memorable moment, or it's kind of like not like... moments, moment. One. One. Okay. I'm going to destroy the entire films, but you can save one moment for record. <laughs> what is it? Well, I mean, this this moment is going to be a personal thing because I I, I actually it really be. liked it. It should um, be. Was the the end of uh, the end of uh, the first Jurassic World movie, where the whole scene where we've got the new super dinosaur, um, and then we had the return of the of the ah, T Rex. Yes, and just the mo- the most iconic. You know the whole moment of that with, and then my my favorite dinosaur in the whole movie is that I, I can't remember the name of it, but the water dinosaur when it jumps out and just eats that new dinosaur. I to mean, me, that was my favorite to see a return of an old favorite, and then yeah. I mean, the reason why you like that is because you're a wrestling fan. Is because you it's that was the wrestling moment where you know <laughs> they're fighting all of a sudden like yeah. oh they're losing, then you hear this. Can you smell what the rock <laughs> yeah. is cooking? Yeah. Da, 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 I never even thought of it that way, but yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, that's and exactly then like right. you know, the the the, the returning superstar just absolutely wallops whoever the whoever is there. Yeah. You know, just you know, so no, wrestling 100%. moment makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie, same question to you. Well, with with me, so it's it's I can't believe there's only going to be five seconds of the film left, and that's Alan. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Like, okay, I'm going to say this one because it stands out in my memory the most. And it's from the first one, typically. It's the T-Rex breakout. Yeah. That mm. whole, you know, and, and the flare and the and the, the car and and the and the eyeball in the window. And the That's greatest the video that IGN ever released with the sonic music played to the guy getting eaten off the dunny. Yeah. Now, yeah, like that. Yeah. Mine will obviously be again. It's a very cheap moment um, because I'm a very cheap human. Um, <laughs> I, I think we've all proved this point to be true and factual. It is Chris Pratt riding a motorcycle with his Raptors running behind him. Yeah, like come on, like that's, that's just that's that's just the like right there. I mean, it was on the posters. It was like yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But still, yeah. God damn it, it was amazing. Um, Even now, the new one where he's riding the horseback, chasing the yeah, that was pretty pretty cool. Now I think we can all agree, the greatest love story throughout the entire thing is Owen Grady and Blue, right? Like I think that's I think there's there's like that's the like, but what other character apart from Owen Grady and Blue, which we can all that that relationship is just mm, beautiful. What other relationships do you think work well in that from, that, from this series, Jamie? Oh, oh. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying not to be obvious. You can be the, obvious. You can. You can. You are. If, if you want to be a basic bitch, you can be a basic bitch. No one's. <laughs> no one's stopping you from being a basic bitch. Look, the basic um, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, look, I'm look bringing the children into it. Look, I'm I'm a fan of siblings not getting on and then learning to get along. So, yeah. so Lex there's other is, films about that, but they get along differently, like a slightly different yeah. get along. No, well, who knows what happens when the when the cameras turn off? You know, um, the 
the um yeah Le- lex and tim from the first one were great like they're at each other's throats and then by the end they're like kind of oh, let's work together you know um same with the two kids from the jurassic world first one they were yeah. you know worlds Makes apart sense. and then you know an indominus tries to eat them they kind of you know bond over that <laughs> of course i mean who i mean yeah you know that, that i mean that's just that's just and I'm glad you mentioned that because that is the typical brother relationship where, you know, an older brother, you know, thinks his younger brother's a dick. If someone yeah. tries to hurt the younger brother, the older brother's genetics kick in. Yeah. And like, they'll fight anything for that. But, That's just but, genetics. That's just, you know. The, the one thing I will say about the Jurassic World th- trilogy, I felt that while Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard. Dallas Howard, yeah. Howard had good chemistry. I felt their arc was a bit little bit up and down. Yeah. Like that middle movie kind of felt like it was the typical cliche. Oh, we broke up. Yeah. Hollywood oh, doesn't yeah. like long-term relationships. That's just that's yeah. just we all know yeah. that. They, yeah. they want the drama. That's that's like so, writing, so, so they were fantastic in that first film. Mm. Like it was just like absolutely you know, top shelf. Like it's in everything. It's in I'm, I'm watching Castle again for the second time and and the I hate you, I hate you, smooch. You know that yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's 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 cliche, but it's it works well. It works. Um now, Ryan, same question to you. What do you think? Um look, yeah, honestly, the one that stands out the most that you know that Jamie has mentioned is Alan Grant's relationship with children. Um, and I don't mean that in a in a weird way. <laughs> I mean, wow. I mean, okay. I mean it is, you know, like in the first movie when him, him and um, Elliot are together, and like, yeah, he doesn't like know, kids. He doesn't want yeah. kids, and then he meets Lexi and T- Tim. Is it is Tim? Is Tim, yeah. Kid? yeah, Lex and Tim. Uh, and, and then, like, especially Tim when he's so obsessed with Alan Grant, and he's just like, sign my books, you know, I just want to ride with you, and yeah. and, and Alan Grant is like, Ugh. but then by the end of the movie when they're flying away in the helicopter, um, he kind of gets it. And I guess that yeah. to me shows growth on his behalf. But um, he didn't get yeah. it. In, he didn't get it no. enough to keep her. That's you know exactly that's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So obviously mm-hmm. in the end, paleontology won out. But still, yeah. like you could see shades of it. It could have gone down that path. Yeah, I, I think that's. I think that's a really strong. I mean, people pan the third movie, but I think you know it. I thought I thought it worked well again with the same sort of concepts there. Greetings, we're Technically a Conversation, a podcast for curious people by curious people. Every week, we take turns presenting a new topic, and the other host has no idea what the topic will be. We strive to educate in a way that's loose and fun. Our topics are all over the place, from light and funny to dark and sometimes spooky. Some of the topics we've covered include urban legends, civil rights activists, vampires, pop culture icons, the supernatural and occult, spies and espionage, science and astronomy, and other weird and random things. If any of these topics interest you, give our podcast a shot. Listen and subscribe at technicallyaconversation.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Parental advisory, we might use strong language. Now, let us talk about something that is wrong. Basically, what didn't work in this franchise. Now, you know what 
you know, I'm going to I'm going to lead off on this one because I'm going to talk about the most stupid thing in the history of stupid things, and it's something that Jamie will roll his eyes. Ryan will also roll his eyes. The second film with the Uber Raptor. Let me okay. So let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. You are going to build a high-tech dinosaur. Didn't like you, you know, taking from Indominus Rex was already a high-tech dinosaur, but you want to make it more sleeker, smaller, so you could make, yeah. make, it, make it more tactical. Stealth mission. Stealth missions. Yeah. And then you're gonna say, we're going to put the light on a gun. Yep. That you then point at someone, and then that's going to be the target that it's gonna kill. Yes, yeah, you could shoot the bullet, which is solid, basically solid a, 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 a normal bullet. Which means if someone was they didn't do investigation work, they go, it was shot by this round. There are thousands yep. of guns of that nature. Or now it's like going, this person was ripped to death by a giant by a dinosaur. There's probably about five or six people I'm going to now question in this particular murder. Now look, we'll fix that in post. I, I, I do want to defend that, but I just realized something. What? There must be a very specific DNA in with the the um, Indoraptor. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming it's cat because if it's a laser pointer. <laughs> <laughs> now the reason why I call it the Uber Raptor was because Jamie has defended this multiple times, and I will put on Jamie's voice no. when I when I this is, this is my bit. I it's his on, moment. It's put Chris's on, moment. I will put on Jamie's voice when he defends this. <laughs> I best you press. Chris, don't you understand that? This was a prototype uh, device. When they had built the better version, that obviously would have been done by some sort of GPS control, much like, you know, your apps and Uber. And then I would always say, so I'm going to kill someone with my phone and say, where are the Indominus Rexes near me? Okay, there's one in there's, there's five miles. So I'm going to go kill that man by pointing it at him. Like, come on, let's... And then they compound their stupidity. Proving my point that it wasn't a prototype, Jamie. It wasn't. It wasn't a prototype. Because in the third one, what did they do? They just they used it. They went back to the god's damn laser pointed dinosaurs. No, no, well, that was different. That, that, that was more like a missile. Like, that's your target. And then it follows them around very much like a drone. But in saying that, of the second, and by the way, Chris, fantastic impression of Jamie. Spot on. Spot on. Exactly. It. <laughs> it, was like, it was like I would. If I turned the video off, I would have thought there was two Jamies. Exactly. But, anyway. but, now, but that means now, one second, Ryan, but that means now for the rest of my days, do I have to walk around going, oh, hello, I'm Jamie. <laughs> yes, and that's oh, okay. exactly what you have to that's do. That's exactly you what you sound like. Views, oh, you right. hello. I mean, you think you sound a certain way, but in my head, that's all I hear. Like, I don't know, I don't know <laughs> what you guys do now. But in saying that, going back back to the third movie, um, I think the third movie, it, it was a bit more believable because... We're now living in a world where, which is cohabitated by dinosaurs. Okay, so you know what? I, there's you more. Know. It, they, there's more dinosaurs out there. So therefore, it would maybe a little bit harder to track exactly which dinosaur did this. Like, but if we were still going down the route of the second movie and everything wrapped up and the dinosaurs were sent back to an island, I do agree with you. Dumbest of. I mean, there are so many better things you could have done than laser-pointed dinosaur. Jamie, what is your scene that just did not the whole concept in the movie that just didn't hold together? Go. I 
I think I just get sick of the cliche. I don't know if it's like it doesn't hold up, but like there's there's the typical two giant dinosaurs fight all the time. Mm-hmm. Like it happens in every single like to a point where like you just expect to see. Now, this is why I liked the so, third one. Wait, wait. So let me get this straight. No, yeah. you go to a dinosaur movie. Yeah. And you get mad when there are two giant dinosaurs fight. That's like me going to MMA going, oh my God, why are they punching each other? I'm so sick of going to an MMA fight seeing punches. Yeah, but or going like to see Godzilla versus Kong and go, why are they fighting? The movie's <laughs> no, that, called that, Godzilla versus yeah. Kong. Nah, fair point, fair point. But just, but... <laughs> Imagine if they didn't have dinosaurs fighting. You'd be like going, where the fuck's the dinosaurs fighting? <laughs> no. I want variety. Like, like you don't go like you want a Ryan, variety show, right, Ryan? When you no. watch W wrestling punchy stuff, yes. You, would you just want to watch the same match over and over and over and over again? The same people fighting over and over and over again? Would you? Want no, to, to be honest, I wouldn't. I want some story. So behind what? It. Yeah. Well, why I liked Jurassic World was because it wasn't just two predators fighting. It was the Ankylosaurus got it got to have a yeah. smack at the, you know, Indo mix yeah. it up. But right, you know, yeah. no, look. Jamie like so Jamie does so basically your point is yeah there are some sort of elements you think are yeah, played out in the frame. Now that I'm thinking of it, I got I gotta focus on the third one now. The third one is stupid. <laughs> now because who would let their child go parasailing at an island habitated Filled by dinosaurs? dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, I mean let's essentially. That's some solid parent. I mean, but, but again, parents these days, yeah, I mean, yeah. amazing, believable, makes sense. Yeah, and but- then, I mean, I mean, what happened? Like, uh, 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 you know, this is the last thing I'll say because I could do hours on this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the speedboat is speeding along and it goes under the clouds, and then there's no one there. Like, what happened? Like, what dinosaur killed the boat man? Uh, Stealthiosaurus. Indosaurus. Someone had a laser pointer raptor. Um, laser pointer raptor. Yeah, because Ryan, they said that because they said all the predators were on the inside. So yeah, I'm sorry. Number three. Okay. Ryan, what, what didn't is, work? <clears throat> look, it's not that it didn't work because it's the premise of the movies, but after so many years, have we not learned to stop fucking with the dinosaur DNA? <laughs> I mean, okay, I'll give you the first. I'll give you the first three movies. Okay, because not that many people knew about it. Sure, there was a T-Rex loose in this in New York or whatever, but like, you know, we could 20 years later, let's build a theme park on an island where there's dinosaurs, and the only way to get get off the island is via some sort of air support or a boat. Let's just make this dinosaur that have we've never that is part of every single killing. <laughs> rare, like every dinosaur that could rip you to shreds in five seconds. Let's put it all in one. Nothing's gonna go wrong. No. Like, stop BD Wong, Henry Wu, get the <laughs> fuck out, stop doing it. I know him as BD Wong because that's he was in SVU for a very long time, and I love his character. <laughs> uh, but yes, look seriously, stop, stop. Now, Ryan, it, you make an extremely valid point. Um, you would think you would basically breed the herbivores rather than the, the you know, the, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you, you would all, you know, maybe not the flying ones. Maybe I guess you could probably go like, hey, maybe not the flying ones as well. Like you could probably limit your exactly. dinosaur. Like, yeah. But now this brings me to my next and most favorite section: uh, shipping the dinosaurs. Which dinosaur? No, no. no. Let's <laughs> let's talk about 
let's talk about my this section I would like to call in defense of <laughs> where okay. we defend something about the franchise yeah. that that you've we've heard flack from outside in terms of what you know people think I'm so I will now start with my in defense of and I'm referring to a cinema sins video <clears throat> about Jurassic the Jurassic World the first one where the where the guy was complaining going oh for for a park that's you know they said they're down on profits look at all the people having worked for a large organization and a massive company if you make let's say you make let's say a company makes 11 billion dollars one year and then the next year they make 10.9 trust me when i say in that boardroom there are people going we are loot it is over the mm. money is gone we are so just because it's all packed if their profits dipped a little bit the company would go you'd be like yes make me a bigger more fucking scary dinosaur because i want a 30 percent rise the next yeah. quarter or like people like people go oh but if the parks are full why is it why are they saying no one cares about dinosaurs because yes the park is full people would still go but from a corporate standpoint they are talking just pure numbers and they're saying numbers uh, the money might even the might the money might be stable at 20 percent increase but then but then the company would be like well, why isn't it 30%? Why? <laughs> like, again, corporations, ah, this is how they I work. Know. And so to me, that makes complete logical sense watching this. And when I hate people go like, well, it's so full. It's, it's, it's like, shut your... That is how a corporation works. Love it or hate it. Yeah. But if they have a little dip in a quarter, there are basically business people, there are literally executives with revolvers to their heads and people go, no, no, no. And they go, no, it's over, it's done, it's done, I can't do it anymore because that's just how it works because that's what well, their bonuses me, are based on. Well, let me propose this to you then, Chris. I, I totally agree with you. You're 100% right. Okay, but why not? Okay, you're so good at manipulating dinosaur DNA and, and combining these dinosaurs. Why not just simply take the, the carnivorous nature out of the dinosaur. So you can make a big scary dinosaur with lots of sharp teeth. That only eats plants, but the public don't know about it. You see, but the, to that point, I believe it's called Shark Week. And I believe it's basically as much as, as much as, you know, that would make sense. Why do we, I spent, I actually had, I had a description and I bought this. I basically watched this entire documentary series about, about the marsh lion pride of marsh lions within Africa. Not because I was watching the beauty of the nature, because every now and then they just rip their shit out of something, and and basically, I, like one of the male lions got challenged for his pride by like three male lions, and he just kicked the shit out of them, and then he started roaring to everyone, Lemna, that he was boss. It was amazing. We want to see that. that I mean, yeah. let's, just, let's be completely honestly. The fact that the fact in those parks there wasn't more. Hey come to the T-Rex park. We're going to put a random other dinosaur in it and you can yeah. watch it get fucked up. That, like, I thought that would be more the thing. I like Actually, the fact hey, that there hey, wasn't that is that, unbelievable. <laughs> that works in, in the in the Dino, uh, Jurassic Park Genesis, whatever it is, the, the one where you build your own park. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Every time I make a little arena and I put two <laughs> predators in there, tickets go up. Because, oh, yeah. dude, if I was breeding dinosaurs, they would be fucking fighting. We, yeah. I would, I would have. There would be each dinosaur would have names. They would yeah. have corporate sponsorship, and then they would go. Then they would fight head head in pay per view fights. Let's be honest. This is what we would yeah. do, and we would be killing it with the profit. Mm -hmm. Now, Jamie, what is your in defense of? I believe you wanted to in defend the third film of the recent trilogies. Please show me why. Paint me a picture. The third one. Okay, look. Dominion. Now, I, Dominion. I know a lot of people 
uh, hated it. Stupid people, but yes, go on. Yeah. No, look, look, I kind of, look, it wasn't, I don't think it had the epicness of Jurassic World, the first one. Disagree, but go on. No, but like, like in in the (laughs) sense that, like, look, here's a a new dinosaur. It's big. It's brass. This one was. They had Samurai Saurus. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They had Wolverine the dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It it had a lot of cool stuff, cool stuff, but I, I felt it didn't have that, like, you know, like, the how many people were lining up when we saw Jurassic World, and you all blamed me for saying, you know, let's get there forty five minutes early instead of an hour early. Um, but I, look, yeah. what I love about this one is it's different. It's not the same formula. It's not the, um, you know, it's a park. Dinosaurs get out. People get eaten. Get off the island. You know. Well, I kind of don't. They couldn't have done that because the dinosaurs were just they, they were. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And they set they set it up that way. That's why I like it. And um, yeah. they had a great villain, yeah, who was, who was you know um, reminiscent of someone I won't say, so we don't get cancelled. Uh, <laughs> um, say it, Jamie. Who? Joel Osteen? No, felt you don't get cancelled for saying Joel Osteen. I, I think he. I think he was basically a like it, it. He was basically one parts Apple CEO. Yeah. One part's Google CEO, one part Dr. Fauci. Yes. You, yeah. or, 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 maybe, not, maybe not Dr. Okay, Fauci, cool. the Pfizer, the Pfizer exec. What's that Pfizer exec? Right? That's like the, the German Belgian guy who's like, yeah, everyone should buy my medicine Emperor at a thousand percent. He was, yeah, he was basically your typical corporate CEO villain that they all yeah. picture in their minds. Look, like, yeah. And he did a great job. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, I hated him. Was, I, I was waiting for him to get eaten. Oh, no, that was the yeah. best part. We'll, yeah. we'll go on to that later. But, but look, I, I was I was at a um, markets up in Newcastle a week back, and there was a lady there wearing a Jurassic Park jumper. And I said, oh, great church. And she's like, oh, I'm not so sure about the new one. But I convinced her to go and watch it because what got her is I said, it's different. And it's, it's the classic, you're bringing the two casts together. You're bringing the old school... And the new school, which and, is and what's the, hot at the moment, like yeah. that's just what it is yeah. at the moment. But they, to, they, I, I know I'll, I'll jump on to this point right here that Jamie mentioned because I actually turned to him and I actually screamed about in the cinema when they had the new cast introduced, the old cast, the new cast introduced. I basically said to Jamie and said, There you go, Star Wars. This is how you do it, yeah. <laughs> it's not hard. Anyway, yeah. Separate, separate problem, yeah. <laughs> Look, they, they, they did the right thing. They did, they did new dinosaurs. Everyone wants to see new dinosaurs. Um, they wanted to see, you know, um, tag team fights. Yeah. With Wolverine. Yes, with Wolvesaurus. That was awesome. With so Awesome dinosaur. Um, the fact right. that that dinosaur was a herbivore and he just killed a deer just to get to some plants, that was fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and look, it had, it had new... It had probably one of the greatest sequences in recent his- cinema history for me was the Raptors in- on the island of Malta. That yeah, motorbike, yeah. it felt like a yeah. James Bond intro. It did. It that, did was, yeah. that was that was great. And I do love that. I, and if anyone's listening, I, I, I know you're trying to reinvent James Bond. Just throw some dinosaurs in there, you know? Um, yeah, why work. not? Um, I mean, I was just going to say, just cast, I think Chris Pratt is a great James Bond, but, that's, I mean, that's a- but he's not British, so. You have to be British. That's fair. Fair yeah. point. Fair point. Um, Idris Elba, maybe then. I Idris think. Elba, hundred percent, hundred percent. Idris Elba, yeah. fantastic um, actor. I would. Oh man, is him, <clears throat> him as Bond? Yeah, that, yeah, that would yeah. definitely. Yes. Yeah, but yes, a thousand times yes. Yeah. <clears throat> no, um, I, and so with the with the one one thing, like in the in the defense of like you were saying, mm-hmm. well, I, I actually enjoyed 
I, I would defend the third film as well because you know what I really liked about it is that they didn't like you, you got to see dinosaurs. Like I just recently finished watching a documentary um, with Steph uh, on Apple TV called Prehistoric Planet with David Attenborough. It's basically a David Attenborough show treating it like a real world with dinosaurs. It was fantastic. Cool. And, but they had the dinosaurs as as they were birds, you know, like the, the proper, how it's yeah. been proven that they look. And I like how Jurassic yeah, They're closer to bird than they are lizard, yeah. yes. I mean, that raptor that could swim, fly oh. like, at, at the end towards with Chris Pratt and I forget the, the, the I, pilot I will say, thing, but yeah, I will say that that scene did annoy me a little bit. As they were carefully walking across the ice, oh, going, yeah, yeah, oh it's yeah, hard yeah. to, and then a dinosaur jumps out and they go, oh, I can walk on rice now. Yeah, again, but like they, they in defense really of that scene, I think that if motivated, you probably found your footing <laughs> oh, yeah. in the scenario. Yeah, <laughs> but funny. I mean, I, I really enjoyed that, especially after watching this documentary and and you know with the evidence that that's actually how they look. They had they were more bird like, they had you know they were more like uh, feathered. And yeah. than what they were, I really liked how they incorporated that. Yeah, and I loved and, how I loved how in the in, in the going back to Henry Wu and how brilliant his arc is through yeah. the whole thing. Um, yeah. how he was saying in this uh, Jurassic World, how he was going like, "Look, you wanted scary, you wanted you know yeah. ferocious, you know. Otherwise, uh, you know they could look completely a little bit different or completely different, you know. Yeah. Um, and so when he went back to this little lab, he actually made more realistic dinosaurs yeah, so yeah it seems like which is i, I don't know like that and that was uh, awesome it's it's very hard for a new character to join a six film franchise yeah yeah but i thought um uh uh, uh, uh wise playing kayla what's the pilot i actually really oh, liked that yeah. character now, uh, can i, I ask thought... you guys a question on that yeah <clears throat> i i was sitting when i watched it i don't and this is a callback to i think the second movie with with uh, ian malcolm and his little daughter i'm like could that be his uh, daughter? <laughs> I think that was a lost opportunity, to be honest. Um, yeah. But I do understand that, like, some people love that. I love, like, that kind of thing. But some people are going, oh, everyone's related to everyone else. Like, some people hate it. Well, yeah. But she it, just you know, knew, she knew, she knew so much about dinosaurs. Um, I said to Steph when we were watching it, I said, God, it's got to be her. She, you work out the timeline. She's yeah. about the right like, age. I know. Yeah, I think. I, think, I, I honestly, that was yeah, a yeah, lot probably it's, a missed it's, opportunity. It's the same dream that everyone wanted Chris Pratt to be the little kid from the first. Yeah, one. yeah. And I thought we were going to get that when they met Alan Grant. I'm yeah. like, hold on, this is they could do this here, but yeah. then obviously prevailed. You know, yeah. uh, if they did that there, I think I, don't, I think I would have just died of the cinema. Would have, like, like, yeah. just, I think yeah. my heart would have exploded in my chest. It would have been, you know. They probably they probably went for No Way Home and then pulled back a little bit. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Now, I suppose we can now talk about secondary characters, dinosaurs. Ryan, what is your favorite <laughs> dinosaur in the franchise? Uh, has to be uh, my my absolute favorite. Um, my favorite dinosaur is Sam Neill. No, joke, joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it was, uh, I can't, I, I hate myself because I can't remember the name of it. It was the one they introduced in Jurassic World in the big pool that jumped up at the end of the first movie and ate the Indominus Rex. I don't uh, know. Yes. It begins with an M. Moses. So 
Yeah, something like that. Yeah, the, the one that was basically a giant crocodile. Yeah, Mosasaurus or Mosasaur. Yeah, that, that was my... That's yeah. his, or, since watching when they introduced uh, that dinosaur in the third one, he was my favourite. Basically, that dinosaur, if, if you know, when they got released into the real world, I would be like, oh, poor whales. That Whales won't exist in like literally a few months. Like, yeah. <laughs> like the yeah. whale population. Because you saw that in the second one where he's swam yeah. through the open yeah. gate and then that's how it all started. Yeah, I'm like, going, yeah, oh, man, those whales are gone. Like those whales <laughs> are so fucking dead. <laughs> Jay, your favorite dinosaur? Oh, look, I, I'm always partial to the raptor, but also now this is the one good thing I'll say about the third one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Avery. I'm a sucker for oh, a ter- yeah. pterodactyl. Oh, a pterodactyl swarm, yes. Like that, I really like the brilliant. Avery scene, yeah. Like, look, so, so there's good scenes in the third one. It just like the whole story just felt a little bit stupid to me. Um, you know, and they changed Alan Grant's character, but that's not what we're yeah. talking about. But yeah, pterodactyls <laughs> is, is up there, and then um Velociraptor. I'm just even though they look nothing like the actual raptors. <laughs> but they're, but they're I mean, right but, now they're iconic and they're iconic yeah let's be let's be honest i mean blue is just special like they're the wolverine of the (laughs) dinosaur franchise (laughs) now i think my favorites is an old one but it was also they also had the greatest memory in the in the the final film the spitting poison dinosaur like When 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 Newman fell down and then he's, yeah. he saw the vessel, and that, that was great scene. In the first. Yeah. But then in this one, they had two great moments. Yeah. Um, one where they were like, where they were, where, where they had basically it was like when you first saw them, you're like, oh, the spitty ones. Yeah. And then when they finally got their revenge on the pharmaceutical CEO in that yeah. final scene, <laughs> it, was it was a just... really it was a really good throwback to the yeah. to the first movie. I absolutely loved it. And could you even saw the, the same can? company? Isn't it the same company that like? That wanted the dinosaur DNA. Yeah. Never, so, so, so it was a, basically his employee died with that well, that's why, dinosaur. That's why he had the that can. Was, I yeah. think that yeah. was that was Dodge. You know the guy from the very first one where where Nedry's like we got Dodgson over here. Yeah, Dodgson. yeah, yeah. That, that that was him. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So again, perfect way to die then because it's the perfect yeah. callback of the di- like that yeah, that, yeah. Di- that spitty that those I like to call them the spitty motherfuckers. Like I don't know what they actually like. Dilophosaurus, mate. Yeah, see, you know, you know, you know more about this than I do. I call them the spitting motherfuckers <laughs> you know, because they spit. I don't think that's a scientific term. Oh, I can't, no. I can't see a paleontologist going, "Oh yes, what dinosaur do we have here?" I believe, sir, it's the spitting motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's why they're not as popular as they should be. Maybe they should, they name the dinosaurs awesome names. So basically, yeah. you're saying they need to rename them and put them in the urban dictionary. Yes, they should rename all the dinosaurs to like. To these really cool names that like would everyone DJ, would ever remember them, like DJ names or oh my god, that would be amazing. Just like, oh, think about that. Every time the T Rex comes up, he, he, he like you know you see like DJ like DJ Rex. <laughs> now, di- giant dinosaur fights that Jamie hates. No, no I you... don't hate them. I just. You hate them because you I, know. No, I. I don't you love like... the human characters, and you want to see the human characters fight more than the dinosaurs. We get that. We get look, that. no, look. I put I put it in perspective. Transformers five or six or four or seven or one of those ones. It was literally three hours of explosions. I like explosions, but if it's consistently explosions. Yeah, if I'm the explosions gonna... come at thirty minute intervals, we're sweet. Yeah, but if it's like thirty minutes of explosions. But it's Michael Bay, so I yeah. mean. But that, that's just that's just what I'm what I'm getting at. 
So you basically, so what you're saying is you like things in small moderations. I, so I then, will appreciate so, something more if there's less of it. So the first Godzilla movie like got you rock hard, where basically of the recent ones where you basically saw like ten minutes of Godzilla. You mean so the that prequel? Been... No, no, that that's that's I said moderation, not you know. <laughs> so that one would have must have got you rock hard. That, that movie is basically about Godzilla forgetting that he's supposed to be on set. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, and but... it's, and and I know why you like that movie, Chris, because. Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch get it on quite a bit in that movie. Um, <laughs> and uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson and uh, mm-hmm. Elizabeth Olsen get it on a lot. And then in the next movie, they're brother and sister. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, is it an added bonus? I'm sure. <laughs> you know, like, sure, why not? But I mean, was it the main reason I saw that film? I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> I, I, think, I think we're going to have to change the name of this podcast to Stories of True, the Fictional and the Incestual. I'm not, I'm not against that idea as well. <laughs> now, wrapping up on, on the, on just some, on some of the, the more dinosaur conversations. Now, you've touched on them a little bit, but let's go back again. The multi-scene, Jamie, whilst you said it's amazing, what did you think of the, the raptor design of the multi-scene? Like, were they like meant to be like, like, were they meant to be Chad Raptors, like bigger buffer Raptors? I, I wasn't really, I'm not a fan of... Well, I, I, I got the feeling, because because Malta, I get the feeling it was kind of like an illegal um, yeah. dinosaur collective, you know, like, you know yeah. where they illegal trade animals and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And like a black of, market. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's the vibe. So they, they probably got what they could get. Yeah. 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 And it was probably yeah. like people selling the runt of all the but they were still pretty vicious. I don't know. Like, uh, I think that was a great scene and, and a great, um, great callback. With I don't know the guy's name, but he was the handler that worked with Chris Pratt. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. The Raptors. He's now working with the CIA. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they did the callback where he does the role, the gate. You know. Oh uh, yeah, the, the that, yeah, yeah, that, that, that was that was good. That was good. I, yeah. I, I, I love callbacks. I love that. I mean, I, I, I'm one of those people that really enjoyed that that last movie. I mean, like. I, yeah, not sure what everyone's talking about. Maybe they saw yeah. a different film that I did. Maybe there was like a different film. But just speaking on that, Jamie, you've you've posted something interesting. Um, and I think you should uh, have a have a uh, kick this this bit off. You've posted two diametrically opposed reviews of this film. Yes, and I and I want you to go. Th- I want you to read them. I want you to read the the first one for me, which is the um, one out of ten. One out of ten, and then let's discuss that, shall we? Yeah. Well, I basically chose two extreme polar opposites because you know if people are passionate enough to um you know write a review <laughs> um they'll be feel strongly Hint. about it um, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah um okay so this this one one out of ten it's a the title of the review is no respect for, for pop culture and cineastic art Probably means cin- cin- cinema messed Incestic arts. Ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't arts. know that word. Um, please let the modern Hollywood go extinct. Ah, topical, topical headline. Topical. Now, I chose this one for one specific reason. Oh, you dick. <laughs> Co- Colin, Colin Trevorrow has managed to make himself the Ryan Johnson of the Jurassic Park franchise with this Impossible. film and the vanity with which he promoted and defended it. Jurassic World Dominion is a soulless film without a shred of understanding of the magic of the original. 
This made for its own good movie has no originality on its own terms. No respect for the fans of this once grand dinosaur movie series and not an ounce of artistic merit to the film genre. I'm not sure if you watched the same film as us. Um, again, um, what film did, did, he go and, did he go and see Lightyear instead or something? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, accidentally? I, I'm, I'm going to find what he said next. But um, <laughs> on, that, on top of that, this film is also dumb from start to finish and full of holes in the story. It's a good thing Trevorrow is also responsible for the screenplay and apparently spent years looking forward to this finale because according to his own statements, he knew from the start to which end he wanted, uh, the end he wanted to lead the Jurassic World trilogy. Which is usually a good thing if you have a vision. Yeah, so basically, so let's go through The fact that the film creator had a three-film plan, an overarching storyline, <laughs> makes him the Ryan Johnson of... I don't, that's I kind think... of like... <laughs> that's, that's the... In, in Bizarro oh, World. Yeah, that's the opposite of the Ryan Johnson. Let, 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 let me pull this up. Uh, what it, oh, oh, this review is by Ryan Johnson. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, well, whilst... whilst oh, okay, I, I, I will say one thing. I respect this person's passion because they clearly have passion to write so, like... And I've never seen a, a Paul argument so well put before. Yeah. I, am, I am quoting a, a line from Rome, uh, the TV series, on that on when, okay. I, when I say that. But it says it's soulless. What? What? Where? What? You bring back everything the fans want. That's not soulless, but yes, artistic, artistic merit. And, and and this is one of those things that I do get annoyed at when I hear people talk about art in films, and because. A film is a mass-produced, mass-media yeah. market product to be consumed. And whilst there can be art in those ones, and there can be artistic, I'm not denying that, yeah. but people start talking about these films as this, they should be high art. They need yeah, to, well, we need, no. Let no. me just say that, because this film gave us one of the most artistic shots I've ever seen in a film. I've never seen a shot like this before. And that's where she, she's gone un, in the lake, she's gone under the oh, water. Oh, that was... And then the teeth's coming down, and you get the shot yeah. of her underwater, yeah. and it's just it like that whole like, sequence yeah. where she's crawling along the ground to the water. Yep. yep. If that's not beautiful cinematography, I'm yeah. blind and I don't know what I'm yeah. talking about. But that's mm-hmm. the whole thing and was if anything, beautiful. That is as beautiful as the very first movie where they're in the car. The kids are in the car. Yes. They torch yes. and, yes. and the eyes come like. Phew. Yes. Yeah. I, like, like we, we respect his opinion, and no matter how wrong it is, you know, we just, yes. but no, that's that's uh, as I said, like, is he, is he, was he, he maybe this person was against the the whole the second three movies or something well, like he, that? He didn't, or? he didn't say, he didn't say what he thought about the last two. Um, okay, okay, well, again, it's interesting. A, how can he be the Ryan Johnson when Ryan Johnson did only did one in the middle? Yeah, you know? exactly. And then when this was a, yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Like this, you know, this was basically Colin started it, Colin finished it. Yeah. Uh, guy in the middle sort of did, but essentially still kept the storyline that going yeah. across, which is great. Uh, look, um, I'm, I'm convinced he, he didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah. Based upon what he's, I, I, and you know what? I'm almost, I think you're right because some of those statements sounds like someone that literally did not watch it because, like, you can't like, say any of those words and then have still sat and, through yeah, the same yeah. film. And, and so, saying this full of holes, the only thing full of holes was that dinosaur at the end. Oh! oh! <laughs> Snap! Yeah. You have a bladed dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. 
like I'm sorry if you don't like yeah. if you didn't like that this yeah, doesn't matter. Jamie, could you please read the second one? Okay, this is the ten out of ten one. It's a little bit short, um, but you know, short and punchy is good. Um, take note of that, Mark Bay, um, when you're making Transformers mm-hmm. Seven. Um, <laughs> a must see for true Jurassic Park fans. Incredible movie. It has emotion, nostalgia, mm-hmm. humor, mm-hmm. and it is just a great film overall. The addition of a new cast of dinosaurs combined with a much different storyline keeps things fresh. But the inclusion of original cast members, throwback scenes and nostalgic item inclusions gives that true Jurassic Park feeling. Yep. Couldn't agree more. So that person you could tell has seen the film. Like yeah, it's, exactly. It's like that person yeah. sat through the film. Better and went... hide my name there. Uh, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no I, I agree that 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 review is literally yeah. everything I left. Yeah, at the same time, before. I wouldn't give it a ten. It it has to be something beyond yeah. amazing for me to give yeah. it a ten out of ten. Like I'll give it a nine. But everything 10, he but... said was valid. Yeah, but like that's yeah, everything is valid. Like that's yeah. everything was valid. A hundred percent agree. Now. This was the last film in this franchise. <laughs> now, and, and I want last. to, and, and I want to, yeah, let's, let's talk on that now. Did you think we will see another one soon? Or what do you think? What, what is your over and under on timelines on seeing another one? I, I, reckon... felt, I felt that was fairly solid in terms of a conclusion. Like if they yeah. made no more, I would be happy. Ryan, your thoughts? Five years. Five, five years. years? Yeah. Okay. Five years, I'll start another trilogy with another... I mean, look at the end of this movie, right? Dinosaurs are living in in harmony with other animals. Like, I, I really enjoyed that last few minutes where they showed, you know, yep. that you, you've got the, the the ducks or the geese flying and then you've got pterodactyls flying along with them and you've got the, the elephants and the triceratops sort of running together. Like, I thought that was really good. Um, so, I look, there, there, there's the possibility of another one. Because dinosaurs are still here. They're not wiped off the, the face of the earth. So I reckon give it five years, studios will be like, I want some more of that dinosaur money. Uh, and we'll see some, we'll see another three. Jamie, thoughts? I look, I don't reckon there'll be another trilogy. I reckon they'll touch test the water with either a series or a spin-off. I, I actually, you know, I think you're right with the amount of streaming services and money being put into streaming at the yeah. moment. That that is more likely like a prime or something like that what we all would want to see is one more final scene where it basically turns into dino riders um i don't know why there isn't any more people riding dinosaurs in that film yeah again so if they did a so if they did a spin-off called navy seals and it was all about navy seals that had dinosaur companions fighting alongside them you'd we'd all be we'd want so chris what what you're saying is if they did a, a whole let's just say netflix series based around the indoraptor (laughs) <laughs> with the laser point, uh, would you be okay with that? No, Written no. and directed Wait, by Ryan L. Johnson. No, no, but no, I'm just saying they're gonna they should take the David Boranas series, maybe series. Because I actually I do love that. I do actually like that show. I do. I'm, a big, yeah. I'm actually a big fan of that show. And David and Boreanaz give those, episode. like there's a there's one character that has a dog as like his as his like pet as his like like as because you know he's a dog trainer. Just replace that guy with a raptor trainer. And like the, the, the team basically they go on missions with raptors. <laughs> one raptor. Come on, can't yeah. be. No, we'll see. I'm I'm on with you that I, I want I want to see them take dinosaurs and just revamp old movies. Like I want to see Alien <laughs> with a raptor on a space station or or a submarine. You know, like just the same thing. Under siege, under siege with Steven Seagal. Yeah, and a raptor. 
Now, yeah. now on that, would we just Raptors replace the entire? Would, would they just be, would, <laughs> under siege with the Raptors on the, on the subs? Are you talking about that we should replace all the actors with Raptors and like the Raptors are then talking to each other like you know? I, all, I, would, or, I would be okay with that. The, the most notorious about... scene from Under Siege where the where the, the attractive woman jumps out of the birthday cake with the boobs akimbo. Raptor. Mm-hmm. Raptor jumps out of the birthday cake, kills everyone, stays Steven Seagal a lot of money and time. Done. Done. Let, let, let's let's go back. Uh, Patriot, but all the Brits are Raptors. <laughs> hey, don't 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 mess with Patriot. That's the one of the few war movies I actually really enjoy. I'll say okay? it one more time because Chris froze Patriots, but the Brits are Raptors. <laughs> Only... Okay, I'll accept that. <laughs> Only if Mel Gibson's character is replaced by one of those spissy motherfuckers, but <laughs> but he still talks like Mel Gibson and still sensitive <laughs> and like it's still basically Mel Gibson, but just a spissy motherfucker. <laughs> and, like... and, uh, now, now on 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 that, let's let's do. You remember that? Oh, it's been revamped a million times, but Tim Allen did a version of it, The Shaggy Dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's of a man that can turn into the shaggy a raptor. raptor. <laughs> well, let's not go raptor. Let's go. Let's go something else. Let's go uh, the compies, the little compies. Mm-hmm. Tim Allen turns into a little compie. <laughs> or let's go extreme. Tim Tim Allen turns into a brontosaurus. <laughs> no. Yes. Right. Yeah, that works. Or how about this? A movie where a man goes on a date and every time he gets aroused, <laughs> he, he turns into a T-Rex. Now, hear me out. Well, that, that'd be Ryan today. I believe T-Rexion is an absolutely, again... <laughs> the, 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 the title, no, that, that, like you said, it writes itself. It writes itself. T-Rexion. That film that, writes that, that, itself. That, that's a sitcom right there. It is. I mean... <laughs> but on but on but on mixing film franchises there, I do believe I do want to see Predator versus T Rex. Like I think that, I think that's just the thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. so, basically, the predators arrived like sixty five million years ago and then started trying to hunt dinosaurs. But that'd work. That'd be awesome. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be, I'd take my money. I'd, I'd be <laughs> like, well, didn't didn't they say? Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Alien versus Predator. They had a thing about ancient times where they come to the yeah, temple yeah, and yeah, yeah. there you go. There's your doorway. So maybe, maybe that's what what happened to the Mayans. But what here's an, here's another thing that we talked about in the cinema briefly. <laughs> Blue, but as John Wick. Yes. <laughs> so they, they they take his child, then they kill it, and then they go, "Did you kill Blue? Like what happened? Like where we go? Just killed some dinosaur. Who's dinosaur? Oh, I was Blues." Oh, <laughs> and then there's a scene. There's a scene where Blue goes into the forest and digs up the ground, and yeah. it's like, and it's like a pair of glasses and some yep. extra cord, yep. and, and yep. Blue just puts them on, and you know shit's about to gonna go now, down. Now, yep. quite, now, question: Is the script exactly the same? But yes, John Wick is yes, yes. yes. And, yes. So it's, it's still and the there's Russians. a continental. Yep. There's, there's, a, yep. there's a continental run by a brontosaurus, and he goes in there and he goes, <laughs> Mister Blue. You're back in business, are you? Wouldn't it have to be? Wouldn't it have to be a predators though, because they're all assassins, you know. Ah, uh, yeah. You know what? I, I'll, I'll allow it. I'll yeah. allow well, it. But no, it makes it. Yeah, because yeah. So, well, so it, it, so, it'd have to be a tough. Um, it has to be an ankylosaurus running, like something, something yeah. that could hold its yeah. own if it was going to run yeah. the thing. But. Triceratops, yeah, something like that. Yeah, there you go. I like it. Done. Netflix. <laughs> I'll at your boys. Yep, and then basically <laughs> shot for shot, but instead 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 of gunplay, it's just this raptor ripping apart people in, in yep. each in John Wick scene. Well, it would. No, 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 no. I want to see the raptor, as in the third John Wick movie, 
grab in a library grabbing a book and killing a guy with a book rather than using <laughs> How would you feel, Chris? I don't know what the dinosaur's called. The the one the one that with the giant thing, the Wolverine kind of Wolverine Paul, yep. Logan, but with that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll tell you exactly how he feels, Jamie. Erect. Erect. <laughs> T-Rect. T-Rect. Um, <laughs> I'd go one further. I want to see the oh. origin of the dinosaur and go Wolverine to X-Men Origins. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, 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 Done. Like, Done. Adamantium claws. <laughs> <Yeah. just, laughs> Done. So I, Look, I, as I said, reach out, producers, <laughs> filmmakers, directors. We can be bought, and we can be bought well. <laughs> if you guys are listening, if if you can think of a, a, a mix mixing mixing franchise, what dinosaurs would you like to see in other? Films like, would you like to see Hook with <gasps> Raptors? Um, I have or... one, I have one, okay. I have one. Yeah. All right, hear me out, hear me out. Go with me. Yep, yep. Keeping up with the Kardashians, <laughs> but they're all Raptors. <laughs> you know what? I might what? watch that. I might watch that. Why don't you just go to the view <laughs> and they're all Raptors. no, no, keeping up with the Kardashians because they're always fighting anyway. So yeah. imagine they're Raptors. <laughs> they just take it one step too far and one slash of the throat. So no, guys... and, and, and they made that like, er, er, sound like, <laughs> <laughs> like the and then one of them, one of them makes a sex <laughs> tape with a with a with a different dinosaur, and that's how they oh, get famous. With there a brontosaurus. Yep, I'm currently on a rewatch of that at the moment, so I can give you the, I can give you the, uh, I can give you. Now, the do we give one of the raptors a super large ass to make that work? Like this yes, is, uh, a big uh, ass. No, that's like a given. Has, that's a yeah, given. Big ass. That's like given. that's just a given, right? A big, big Armenian ass. That's it. Yes. 100%. Yep. Done. Done. Look, I, th- I think that I think oh, keeping up with and the raptors. one of the dinosaurs who's the father after twenty seasons becomes a mother. It gets a transgender, like Bruce Jenner. Because, no, because they're the Jurassic Park dinosaurs, that makes sense because they do yes. switch genders because they, they do. They, have to, they the do frog DNA. The frog DNA. Done. Again, call us. Yeah. If you, if you guys have any ideas for this, what we've just been talking about, send us an email to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. We would love yeah. to. Uh, I mean, we could sit here all day talking about this. But the I multiverse. do believe, Jamie, you wanted to mention something about something else. Is that correct? Oh, yes. We, we, we here at Stories of True and the Fictional, we're going to do a little bit of a competition uh, to entice you listeners to send us stories to tell your friends, all that stuff. We're going to do a giveaway. It's not Jurassic Park related. It could have been, but I, I maybe we will in the future. But we're going to give away a replica copy of that sports grey almanac from uh, Back to the Future. Mm. Uh, the, 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 you'll have to source the time machine yourself. Um, <laughs> Makes sense. But um, maybe in the future we might give you giveaway. See what I said there? Maybe in the future. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. So basically, um, what you got, I'm going to put an ad on our Instagram, on our Facebook, and all that to give you the rest of the details. But right here, for those of you listening right now, what we're going to do is we're going to give you a code word in this, sometime in this episode, maybe back in, the, back in the episode. Chris will say it at some spontaneous moment. And then you've got to send us that code word to our email address, the true and the fictional at gmail.com to go on the running. Now, if you want to go uh, earn another entry, leave us a review on iTunes, send us a screen a screenshot of your review, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. And an extra entry will send us a 
funny story, one of your best funny stories to the truth fictional gmail.com, but but make it a real one and not not one that you stole from someone. <laughs> no, 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 no. We do know how to use the internet. Yeah. No, even the one they stole is good because I think it's important to read stories. Okay, like, yeah. like like Jamie said, and this is you know, the whole concept that Jamie initially started was was to read interesting stories. So please send us through your interesting stories. Yeah. At it, whether they be true, whether they be fictional. Send us through your interesting stories. Yep. Some interesting questions, comments, and your Pornhub recommendations to <laughs> trueandfictional at gmail.com. That is correct. And, and we'll read them out. <laughs> yes. And watch them vigorously. Um, yes. Um, yeah, so you want to win a Grey Sports Almanac? <laughs> Send us the code word that Chris will say at some point. Um, give us a review, screenshot it. Send us, send us a story. Oh, and um, entries close July 23rd, so that's a couple of weeks. Indeed. And the winner will be announced on the show. Yes. And, uh, um, yeah, so at some point you will hear a code word. It could be at any given time, at any given place. Yes. Now, <laughs> as we wrap up Dinosaurs... Do you have any final thoughts on the Jurassic Park franchise, Jamie? Look, I think it has been an up and down franchise, but um, it I have much respect for it because it the beginning was groundbreaking. There was nothing like it at the time, and it still holds up to this day. It's rare for a film, unless you're Steven Spielberg, uh, for a for a film to hold up for as long as it's been out. Um, it has captured the hearts and minds of many children and terrified many children. Ryan, thoughts? Yeah, look, I, I will agree with Jamie, much like our favourite videos on Pornhubs. It has had many ups and downs. Um, <laughs> it, it's, look, it holds, a, it holds a special part in my, a special place in my heart. Um, again, when we went and saw the first movie, there was nothing like it. Nothing, nothing like it that I can remember seeing in the cinemas. And the fact that I've, I've been able to rewatch it many times. And look, when I do a rewatch, I am that much of a completionist that I do include the, like all of the movie. Um, and it still brings me joy. That's good to hear because I, to wrap this up, I'd like to sort of put it as an analogy. The Jurassic Park film franchise is like receiving a pet. You open the box and this beautiful white rabbit stares at you. You call it Mr. Mittens. You love Mr. Mittens. You cherish Mr. Mittens. The third movie ends and Mr. Mittens dies. And so you bury Mr. Mittens thinking you'll never see Mr. Mittens again. Then some studio German shepherd <laughs> digs it up. Hands it off to Colin Traveller, who then cleans it, washes it, makes it look nice, and then puts it back in your cage. And then when you walk outside, you say, ah, Mr. Mittens, now, love or hate what Colin Trevor have done, you'll definitely remember it. <laughs> and with that, I bid you adieu. <laughs>